When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, guys, here it is, our Friday night review, and we're going to be going through the Sharks and the Cowboys to start us off. And, you know, 26 to 24 defeat from the Cowboys. Just left it a bit too late. Actually, Sharks got out to, what, close to a 20-point lead there at one point, and... And yeah, it just wasn't uh, wasn't uh, weren't good enough to claw it back, and obviously a bit of a contentious sin bin in the last ten minutes there, which don't know if it actually would have helped because we were you know scoring tries anyway. So you know, Kyle Phelps' little try in the corner was pretty uh, pretty skillful, uh, just you know pretty smart to be fair. But yeah, eighty five points for him, a you know solid game. But for someone who's that cheap, there's a reason why he's that cheap. He's not going to be a solid option going forward. But yeah, a nice big score for him. Dearden's the one we've been talking about pretty regularly uh, on this channel last few weeks and as someone we would, would be looking to watch in this game and, and see how they go. So in terms of his scoring, he's obviously got a try assist and a try pretty early in the game, which, which got him out to a good score. But a 67 is, is a really nice one at 410k. He's going to be a little bit more expensive than that, but not too much as he has a fair, had a fairly high break even to coming into this week. But he's someone that could make a little bit of cash and... And turn into a really good scorer in this Cowboys side as he, you know, as he begins to need begins needing to do more in this team uh, and gets more comfortable. Obviously, he's only been there for a few weeks, so that's something to think about as well. But if we look at his base stats, we've got 22 tackles, uh, 10 points in the kick meters for 32, and then 87 run meters. So if we drop that run meters down to about a 40 as like a standard, then you know you're looking at 36 points just in base, which is which is really nice. And obviously. You know, four missed tackles in that, but you know, for someone who is a solid footy player and is going to you know, get the try assist and stuff like that as well, then you'd be looking at like a 40-plus average going forward. And if that's the case, then you're going to see him get an, you know, 100 or so thousand uh, in price rises for someone that plays in 17 and could really help your squad. My only concern is the fact that he's not gonna, I don't think he's going to be a keeper. Look, he could get closer to like a 40, high 40, sort of 50 average, but... I don't think that's going to be enough in the halves for you to actually play him on a regular basis, you know, come the back end of the year when we actually have a really strong side together. So keep that in mind if you're looking to pick up Dearden. But you do, if you do have a lot of trades, then you can pick him up as a pretty decent scorer. Uh, and also someone's going to make a bit of cash for you. And then you can move him on, uh, upgrade him to, to one of the gun halves that you, that you might want, whether it's a DCE or Hughes or something like that. Uh, and you can go from there. But 
Yeah, Woodsy was 62, not relevant in the fantasy world, but 64 Johnson is really, really solid. So, again, another 30 points in kick meters and 11 tackles, which is great for a 41 uh, base average, kicking goals as well. So, all he, all he needed there was you know a line break and a, and a try assist, and that gets him up to that 60 points, which is which is awesome. And, you know, I was expecting him to average somewhere in the mid-50s, and, and a 60 first up is really cool. So, I think we picked him up in the, in the people's squad, uh, which was good. Um, and yeah, really happy with that effort. And, and anyone else who picked him up, I think he was you know, fairly popular this week and still only a 2, 2% owner. So a really good pod at, the, at this stage of the year. And if you're getting 60s out of him regularly, you're, you, you'd be really happy. Uh, Drinkwater obviously did take a little bit more of the kick meters. So that's something to think about with Dearden as well, that the drink is still kicking a fair bit. But, you know, a nice 112 meters, 17 tackles and six tackle breaks there for a 59 for him. You know, scoring much better than I, than he did last year in the end. Will Kennedy... Has actually scored really well since he had that negative game. So, yeah, again, not an option at this stage. Too expensive, but something to, to mention there. Braley with 55. Rudolph with 55 again. So coming off his 53 last week, brings out a 55 in 49 minutes. So really, really strong uh, on both sides of the ball at the moment. You know, 57 in, in base there, just, you know, with four missed tackles and two tackle breaks there. So a really solid game for Toby. And if he can keep this up, it becomes a solid option. But again, I don't think he's a keeper. He's, he's averaged 42.7 for the year. You know, averaging about 40 uh, coming into you know, before the last two games. So for me, he's not really a great option as you'll have to trade him out again you know, following uh, the next you know, bunch of weeks you know, that, that you need him for a scorer and then you probably won't want him after that. So that's that. Uh, Holmes with 53 and he's someone that... Again, we can keep keep an eye on in that wing fullback position, but I just think there's so many really good options. You know, you can get Walsh for a fair bit cheaper, and then we're going to be looking to pick up, you know, Paps and, and these types of guys after, you know, round 18, 19. You've got Chaboyevic, you got... What else we got? All the guns. Can't even think of them anymore. Oh, well. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Tambolo with 51. So, a, a nice welcome back game for him, and I think if this can be his standard, which it usually is, you know, 25 tackles... 167 meters, which is a little bit low, but um, six tackle breaks and an offload. So that's that's a bit more on his normal side of things. Obviously, for him having four missed tackles, is probably a little bit high. Four missed, no, ten, 10 in negatives. But if he's getting anything over 50s from here on in, you get him at a nice discount because you know 50, a 50 odd, you know low 50, sorry, average is looking at a seven 700k mark, and he's a little bit cheaper than that. You get him as a uh, as someone who you think that has more upside in terms of as he gets his match fitness, as he feels starts starts to feel confident again in his wrists and in, and you know his broken hands, then I I think he's going to score a lot better. So it's good to see that kind of game for him, a little bit more consistent on what he's been doing in the up and down fashion at the moment. So that's that there. Uh, Ronaldo is someone that I've been you know really really interested in, not as not as bringing into my squad. I, like I've had a, a slight thought of it, but yeah, at four hundred thirteen k. He has the potential to be a you know close to a keeper level wing fullback, but if you look at his scores at the at the start of the year, he just was scoring really low. He's had three really good games in a row, and I suppose you know he's just you know in a, a really fine patch of form at the moment. You know, finding it very easy to get a line break or break through the line there, with t- eight tackle breaks, hundred fifty meters there, and the odd try. He's been he's been really great uh, you know, for for anyone who decided to bring him in uh, over the last few weeks. But you know the next one's actually an interesting one in Javid Bowen. I had a bunch of people ask about him and he's been really solid so you know that low 30s kind of average and then and then bumps out a, a 50 this week all in base really you know six tackle breaks did have two turnover tackles but yeah really solid score and and someone that i could see averaging 35 to 40 
in that center position, but it's just it's going to be a little bit too expensive after this week. So that's that. Jesse Ramian's the uh, the other interesting one in this uh, in this team to talk about with forty four, and, and again, no no tries that we're looking at here, but you know ten. 10 tackles, which is you know, fairly similar standard for him, 160 metres and, and six tackle breaks. So a really solid uh, performance for him. And if he can start to get those attacking stats with the uh, you know, tries and try assists, he could be someone that continues to, to go really big and gets those 50, 60, 70s uh, and, and averages a, a nice one for you. So 49 average right now. I can see that dropping down to about a 45 average going forward. But you know, you, you've, you've got someone as a definitely a keeper in the centres. When they don't have a, too much of a... You know, attacking stat game when they when they can still get a forty odd. That's a really really good sign that you've got a really strong keeper in your team. So that's that there. Will Chambers finally had a decent score. A couple of people actually talking about him for Origin. He's, he's past it, isn't he? Way past it. Anyway, um, Gilbert, yeah, just just not as good as he was last year. He's obviously playing limited minutes too. The PPM's nice, but yeah, just not getting the opportunity to play big minutes there. Talangi, he becomes someone that you. That you continue holding into round after round seventeen, then you can move him on if you if you do have him at this stage. Other than that, we've got Moylan and you know how many people were talking up Moyles and then he uh you know has three good games and then has twenty three and a twenty one. So can we put can we put it to bed that Moylan's a, a good fantasy option? I think I think we can surely because it's just not good enough. Um, and Hamiso goes off early with a head knock and, and and obviously didn't get to come back. So it's a bit annoying for anyone who has him, but he should be back next week. So. That's that there on that first game, guys. Oh, actually, the other thing to talk about was um, Talaka. I almost forgot. So, did get the start and played the first half and then came on for seven minutes in the second half, which is a bit annoying. 15 tackles, four misses is not really good. Um, obviously, 15 tackles in 47 minutes isn't really ideal either. For the time that he was on the park, they did have a, a little bit of a decent lead, but just, just doesn't look the same as he does last year. Maybe he's still carrying a little bit of an injury, but I think... You really got to watch him next week again, I think, uh, before looking to pick him up. Because if he does, if he does pick it up next week, and you've got him at like a three forty, three fifty, I think he becomes a solid option. But until then, and until he gets some big minutes, I don't think we even touch Talakai at this stage. So moving on to the last game of the night, and that was the Panthers and, and the Roosters with thirty eight twelve being the score there. Obviously, it's a little bit of a contentious topic with the uh, you know Cleary slipping into Talakaiho's uh, arm. And, and, and him getting sin bin from that. And, and the theory is, oh, clearly he bounced straight back up. So, you know, he shouldn't get sin bin. Fair enough, but yeah, it's a hard one, isn't it? Because, you know, in, in fast motion, it, it looks like that, you know, there's not really much he can do, is there? Um, you know, Siwa, in terms of getting out of the way. And, and that's easy. You know, it's a very normal tackling technique to hit sort of, you know, around the, around tit height kind of thing. Um, yeah, it's, it's a tough one because that literally changed the that changed the game. And I understand Panthers were definitely the better side. If you're looking at you know just the second half, for example, when when everything was back to normal, I just think the momentum they built with him off the park, they did have a fair bit of ball through that period. But um, it definitely it definitely swayed the game. I'm not sure if they would have won, but I think the the score would have been a lot closer because Roosters started really well and Panthers not so much. So, um, but just in general, I think Cleary is just getting better and better every week and, and his control over the game and, and you know he's got three force four dropouts there and you know how many times did he did he kick really well and, and get them trapped you know in the corner or you know turn Tedesco around and, and for someone you know when you've got a really strong back three like the the roosters do for him to kick the ball that well and and get them in in tough positions coming out of trouble I think was sort of you know the name of the game and and why they while they're able to win so well and and put on put on so much pressure really but 
Cleary, I can't believe he's almost averaging 100 and it's round 15. It's just absolutely incredible. Obviously, you miss out, missed out on his two weeks, you know, the last couple, and, and some of the teams that don't have him, which is not many, but some of them that do would have um, would have caught up a fair bit over that, that period. But when he comes back, you, just, you, you put the C on him again um, and he scores another 104. So just incredible. If you don't have him, you're, uh, you've missed out on even getting close to ranking well. But yeah, that's it with Cleary there. Amazing work. And if you don't own Crichton, which I know a lot don't, still only 25% own him compared to what's Cleary. Is he 40? 51, yeah. So, you know, only, only half of those people own Crichton as well. And it's just really strange as to why people like that. He's, he's back to a 63 average, which is, you know, just higher than what he averaged last year. And you get him at a slight discount, actually. He's going to be a little bit higher after that week um, with his 61 last week and 81 this week. But it's good to see him get back to... Back to normal, you know, last week missing 11 tackles. He just didn't look himself, which was strange. And, and this week, he, I reckon he's got a bit of a kick up the ass by Robinson and, and going, what are you doing? Just like throwing an arm out and, you know, shooting out of the line and just being a bit soft, I thought, last week. Obviously, he scored a try, but a much better game for him. Only three tackle breaks and a line break assist. But it was the uh, the, the four turnover tackles, though. It's a nice hits in, in defense and actually waiting and, and hitting him hard. But 46 tackles was great in this game. For Crichton there in 81, so not much else to say. Isaiah Yo with another great game, obviously scored a try and scoring really high, but I think for him you can't touch him at least until after Origin. To'o, if you held on strong through this period, you, you pick up a two-try effort, seven tackle break and 220 metres for his 67, and he's going to be someone that's a, a really strong target coming into round 18-19 if, if they play him after that and and for the rest of the season there. If you hold on, if you hold on strong, then even better. All right, Lamb with 56. Again, someone we've, we've mentioned, but I just don't think his average is going to be good enough to become a keeper or make a lot of money for you to trade him out. So, you know, his up and down scoring is okay, but not enough for, for me anyway in my thoughts. All right, Teddy, 50. So he's obviously, that score is better than what he's priced at, so you can't really complain with that. But, um, you yeah, know, and, and, and in a team that, that didn't really get to go very well, he did have two forced dropouts, 170 metres, nine tackle breaks, so... You can't complain with that. No attacking stats for still a 50. You, you take that every day of the week. All right, Fisher-Harris has actually dropped his, his average a fair bit over the last few weeks and still running really damagingly. Um, just I just think a lot of teams are actually really focusing on him now that he really stepped up that sort of month beforehand and and now he yeah he's not getting the attacking stats that he was. So uh, a tick under 50 over the last few weeks, but again, I'd be holding steady with him. I had a few people thinking about moving him on and I think that's probably a silly idea. Matty Burton with 44, so still a nice solid score for your half or centre. Um, you just keep holding on to him, I think, and, and you can possibly move him on in round 17. But then you've got the, the question of will they will they rest Cleary or Luai in, a, in round 18? And it's probably, you know, they probably should, I think. Um, you know, they're going to be at the top of the ladder, in the top two kind of thing for the whole year, so I think that would be smart to do. Um, but if... Yeah, you can trade him out in 17 if you need another player, but I think you can probably wait until like a 19 and move him on from there. All right, Kieran with 43 in his 51 minutes. Obviously, he scored a nice try, and if you if you went for the Verrills combo, you know, pick up over the Kieran. Obviously, you know you knew that Kieran was going to get more minutes this week, but the question will be what will happen with Verrills minutes going forward. And I ended up making a last minute change in my squad and bringing in Avrilo, so traded out Dewey and also Spencer Lanyu, uh, and and picked up Verrills. And I decided to do that. I decided to keep Laurie just for the fact that I could have some wing fullback cover. 
bringing in Avril Lemon, I have obviously great center cover, but also some halves cover, as I only have Fogs and Cleary. Um, that was that was the theory there. So if you didn't know that, I'm, I, I mentioned it in the Discord, I, I pinged everyone there and, and told them what was going on. But yeah, Kieran was a, obviously a solid option as well, just a, that 30k more expensive. Hargraves didn't have to play as big of a game. It's still 68 minutes, which is crazy as to why these guys are playing so heavy minutes. But obviously they've got a bunch of rookies on the bench and just a decimated club at the moment, unfortunately. But really good to see how, how resilient they were going you know, the whole way into this game. And they were really pushing to try and get a couple of tries at the end too. Just didn't really happen with, with how good the uh, Panthers' defence has been. All right, Cakewell was 40. A nice solid score, but yeah, nothing, nothing amazing. I think most people would have moved him on. If you're sitting there with Edwards, just being slightly underwhelming, obviously 563k at the moment isn't anything you know, amazing. He just hasn't been scoring the tries or setting up the tries. I think yeah, the majority of of their work uh, in the tries this category comes through obviously Cleary, but then you know Luai, uh, even you know Burton on, on the edge there, you know, getting the majority of the the sweet plays. They're going through through him and, and, and Edwards seems to be you know, roaming through the middle a little bit more so his scoring hasn't been great but I think he's still got to hold him at this stage with uh, Joey Manu so a few people were thinking about picking him up he did not moving into the 6th role which allowed him to get a lot more tackles he did have a nice try assist of a kick um, did kick for 137 metres which is good but the running game just completely fell away and, and that's what we're missing from him in the number 1 position is is that you know, 200 metres that he gets which, which builds in the, the tackle breaks and the offload so yeah, not, not the best score for Manu. I ended up putting him in, in the number five position myself just because I had the opportunity to, to do that with him being an early game in the week and I could could decide if he was going to get 60, uh, 50 or 60. I just loop him in if he's getting, you know... This is right in the middle, isn't it? It's like 34. What do you guys think I should do? I've got Laurie or Opacek that I could leave out of the squad and put Schuster into, into four to loop him. Um... My personal thoughts is actually leaving Laurie out as they're against the Storm, and Opacek is against, you know, the Eels are up against the Dogs. So I'm feeling a decent score from him in the centres there. Uh, and Laurie uh, has every chance that he could get it, come out and get a 20. So I'm tempted just to take the 34, just to be safe. But what do you reckon? Do I be safe or do I be do I go all in? Um, I was hoping that his score would be a little bit higher than that, closer to like a 40. There was a time there when he went off, and I was like, oh, was I, was I, did I do the master stroke? And and keep him out, luckily, or, um, yeah, but he came on and played all right there. Uh, Tako over 33, still not a great option. I know people keep looking at him. Uh, Stephen Crichton, I think, is getting closer to a sell. If you if you still own, own him, you get him at a decent price, and you can move him on for a nice score. But, yeah, that 38 average, again, just very similar to last year. Even when he scores tries, it's hard for him to, to do really well. He's not someone that gets really high run meters and not someone that gets a lot of tackle breaks or uh, offloads there. Even when he's a you know, a really really good player, and I think he's really maturing into a strong NRL player. Coruscant with twenty four in his fifty four minutes, obviously had a bit of a head knock as well, and that's probably you know rocked him about a bit. Didn't actually run the ball at all, which you know is probably a, a straight or a straight indication as to how he was feeling. But yeah, after such a massive score last week to come back down to earth like that is not ideal. All right, Beryl. So for those of you that brought him in, still not running the ball, which hopefully will start to happen after he plays a few more games, a, few, a little bit more regular footy. But it's good to see him just return from his eye injury. And, and hopefully in that, that round 17, I picked him up, but we can get like around that 30 or 40 mark uh, with a few extra minutes there. So but it's good to see him play 38 minutes and, and look okay out there. Uh, other, other blokes we'll talk about is Spencer with the 23 in the 24 minutes there. So nothing crazy for him, but kind of just his normal normal efforts. Uh, and then you look at someone like Suwali. If you had to play him, that's unfortunate. But he, again, he doesn't look out of place in... 
in the uh, in the NRL, which is I suppose all you're really looking for there. And with how uh, how decimated this squad is, he'll play a few extra games this year, and, and definitely in seventeen, which we'll just use as a, as a cash out there. Same with Verrells. Um, other than that, not really much too much to talk about. Um, I think it's a is a debut for for Thomas on the last night. I wasn't exactly sure, but yeah, and nice, a really good game to watch. And uh, I just think how good are those, how good are the Cleary led Panthers to watch? It's so slick, um, and, and score some amazing tries. So that's that, guys. I hope you enjoyed that. Please hit like and subscribe. If uh, if you'd really like to support this channel, that's the best way to do it. I, I really appreciate that. And we'll uh, we'll catch you in the Saturday games, guys. I hope you. Enjoy those games and enjoy the Saturday slate and we'll we'll go from there. Have a good one, guys. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.